I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people love to think that they can do whatever the heck they want because they're special. Guys, I hope you're having a great day today. And if not, I hope these tales will brighten your day. As always, I hope you enjoy them. Don't shake your head too much and do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Oh, and stories. If you guys want to submit your stories or link me to your Reddit post, Steve-O's going to leave an email right here. Okay, so I'm a 28-year-old girl, and I do babysitting on the weekends to make some extra cash. There's this one family that I definitely should have phased out by now, but the kids are cute, and if I don't have another job, it's easy money. My issue is, the mom is never home on time. She used to not give me return times, but finally, I started to ask, as it made it impossible to get anything done on the weekends. I'd go babysit so she can go to brunch, but she'd be gone from 11am to 7pm. My whole day was gone. So after that, she'd start giving me times, but she would never stick to them. She wouldn't even call to tell me, she'd just stay out. So on Saturday, I'd get to her house at 6 o'clock, and she was supposed to be home by 9. Now I told her she needed to be home on time, because I had plans to go out with friends. I was even getting ready at their house after I put the kids to bed, and she promised. Of course, 9 o'clock rolls around and she's not home. I call her with no response. I text her with no response. Another hour, nothing. I'm still calling and I'm texting. Finally, it's midnight. By this point, my plans are long ruined and I'm pissed and exhausted. So I then call her and I leave a voicemail saying that if she's not home in the next hour, I'm considering the kids abandoned and calling the cops. I also text her this. I then try calling her 30 minutes later, and it goes straight to voicemail on the second ring. I then text her again, and she leaves me on red. Now honestly, if she had reached out saying, hey, I'm staying out until this time, I would have stayed. I don't know any of her family, nor the father of the kids, so I can't call them. I then give her a grace period of 15 minutes, and then tried calling again. And finally, I call the cops. The cops then showed up and I showed our agreement in text from earlier in the week confirming that she'd be home by 9 o'clock. They then tried contacting her with no answer. I was then dismissed, and they took the kids to the police station. So I go home, and I go to bed. I'm then awoken at 3 a.m. by a frantic call. It's the mom, and she's furious. She's saying, Where are the kids? Why are they not here? Why are you not here? I then tell her that I followed through on my threat, and to go check the police station. She then cursed me out, and I hung up and went to bed. So the next day, she sends me this essay saying that the kid's father was called and there was a DCF investigation launched against her. She then called me every name under the sun, but I didn't think it was wrong until I spoke to a friend with kids. My friend said that I should have just waited it out and refused to ever sit for her again. She also asked me if the woman potentially losing her kids was worth me being petty. 
Honestly, the mom took advantage of OP and her patients, and she definitely deserved what happened. I mean, come on, ignoring texts and calls from the person babysitting your children, so you can hang out doing whatever you're doing, there's no excuse for that. Like, what if there was an emergency? If she's a good mother aside from this, I doubt she'd be losing her kids. But with that said, I'm sure mom got a pretty good wake-up call and learned a good lesson from that. I hope. My friends bought their very first home not long after he and his wife graduated college. They had lived their whole married life in married housing, which basically consisted of a one-room apartment on campus. Needless to say, they were beyond excited to have their very own place. And lots of room. So within the first day, only hours after moving in, the neighbor next to them starts yelling and screaming at them to move their cars. And if they didn't move their cars, he would not only have them towed, but he would file trespassing charges on them for being on his property. Now, my friends were beyond upset, and they didn't really know what to do. They were certain that their realtor had told them that the gravel driveway was theirs, as was a very small piece of land that connected the driveway to their home. So for the time being, they parked their cars directly in front of their house, practically on their lawn. In the meantime, the neighbor had rented a bulldozer, and he parked it in the spot that he claimed was his. The neighbor had also moved piles and piles of dirt into huge mounds, blocking off entry to the gravel driveway. Now, seeing as how I work for the state as a social worker and I wanted to help my friends, I decided to help. Now, I know quite a few people at the local courthouse. I called a few people and was directed to someone that could get me a copy of the land survey that had been done on my friend's property. So after pulling a few strings, I managed to get a copy of it. And this is where the story gets really good. It almost makes me want to jump up and down again while telling the story. You see, the land survey showed that the gravel driveway and the little patch of land connecting it to my friend's house was theirs. The crazy entitled neighbor was actually trespassing by having his rented bulldozer on their property. And what makes it even better is that he used his bulldozer to destroy their property by moving huge mounds of dirt all over. So I told my friends and they called the police as there's no reasoning with this man. The officer was just wonderful. He explained to the neighbor that he was trespassing and that he had to remove the bulldozer immediately. And that he was also lucky because his neighbors had declined to press charges against him for destruction of property, on the condition that he repair the driveway to its original condition. Needless to say, the neighbor repairs the driveway and hasn't caused any more problems for my friends and avoids them at all cost. What a wonderful story. OP should tell their friends to put up a giant no trespassing sign right where his entitled neighbor can see it so he can look at it every single day. I also wonder how long he's been like this to his neighbors. Obviously, someone was there before OP's friends moved in, and I wonder if the guy was a jerk to them too. Okay, so this is a tale from living with my own crazy former incubation unit, known to some as a mother. This happened a few years ago, when I was about 16 years old or so, but I remember it pretty well, give or take some minor inaccuracies. My mom would always share her relationship troubles with me. From her perspective, her boyfriend doesn't do enough for her. The reality is that her and her boyfriend fought constantly over everything. She'd get pissed as soon as he'd walk in the same room as her. My mom also unnecessarily informed me that she had him arrested twice for domestic violence, even though she was beating him. She also told me that some days he'd get so high that he'd run around the house naked and vomiting, and he refused to share his drugs with her. So my mom's starting to see that there might be some issues that need fixing, and she declares the best course of action is to have a baby with her boyfriend. Now the problem with that though is that she was never supposed to be able to have any kids at all, or so she told my dad before popping up two miracle babies and getting that sweet, sweet child support. 
However, at this time, she's in her mid-40s, so it's probably legit this time. So I listened to my mom whine about her inability to have another baby, and how she probably can't even adopt, having had multiple police reports involving our residents in the past year. I try to express why it's a really, really, really terribly bad idea when my mom suddenly has an epiphany. She says to me, So you know, I've heard a lot of people who buy babies from people who don't want them, like teens who get pregnant by accident. So with that I said to her, I don't know, but don't you remember how much you didn't like being around your last boyfriend's kids? She said, because that wasn't my kid, and that's because he didn't raise his kid right. I would make such a good mom to a new little baby. So after she said this, I thought, you don't make a good mom to the kids you have now, so what's new? My mom then goes on and says, I could just stay home with the baby. I could dress it up in cute little outfits. You know, if you were pregnant, that would be perfect. Now at this, I said, what? She then asked, when was your last period? I then told her I'm not pregnant. Now, my mom then goes on to say something so outrageous that I'm still baffled to it to this day. My mom then says, well, you could get pregnant. If you did, I would give you a couple hundred dollars and you could just give me custody. I then told my mom, I don't want to be a teen mom, mom, thanks, and I don't think my boyfriend's going to be okay with getting me pregnant. Now, I can see my mom getting visibly annoyed that I didn't see the brilliance of her plan, but she was still trying to be nice to get me on board. She said, listen, you wouldn't have to take care of it at all, besides helping me out every now and then. I would be its mom. You just go off your birth control and not tell your boyfriend. What's he going to do when you're already pregnant? Now at this, we do go back and forth for a bit. She's trying to tell me why this is completely normal and fine, and I'm trying to explain why this is super messed up, and she's basically not hearing me anymore. And then her plan develops further. My mom then says something even worse than what she said before. She says, Well, maybe we can find a way to get you pregnant with my boyfriend's baby. So it'd really be his, and he couldn't just up and leave. I then said to her, So what? You want your boyfriend to get me pregnant? She then says, Hey, we're both adults here, and we're girlfriends, right? We can talk about this kind of stuff. So at this point, I tell her that I'm getting a headache, and I need to go lay down. My mom then says that she's had migraines all the time when she was pregnant, and I told her I'm not pregnant. She then says, Well, just think about it. You'd be doing something really good for this family, and I would pay you. Now, my mom did bring it up a couple more times in passing, and she even tried to throw out a pack of my birth control at one point, but I just kept not being pregnant, so she eventually let it go. Okay, so OP does come back with an update, and the update says, So I was thinking about it a bit more, and I remembered something that was kind of weird. Shortly after my mom had this conversation with me, her boyfriend insists that I go with him to get food, so we can spend some bonding time and one-on-one talk. He'd never done this in the two years they'd been together. Honestly, I barely spoke to the man, and he started talking to me about how a baby would fix their relationship problem, and if only we could have a baby. Now, when it happened, I really just thought it was weirdly coincidental. I was more confused and anxious for the sudden desire for bonding time. Now, I'm not saying this was the case, but I think that he might have also been trying to have the you should get pregnant and give us the baby talk with me. Okay guys, so first of all, OP's mom is completely off her rocker at this point, and having a baby isn't gonna solve anything. OP's completely right, why should she have a new baby to try to save the relationship when she treats her current children and her ex's kids like crap? 
Second of all, <laughs> did mom really suggest her 16-year-old daughter get pregnant with her boyfriend's baby? A 16-year-old. And guys, if that wasn't bad enough, in her words, I'll just give you a couple hundred bucks for the custody of the kid. Like, really? There is so much wrong with what this mom is thinking that it's mind-boggling. Oh, and OP does come into the comments to clarify that herself and her mom's boyfriend wouldn't be doing anything physical to make the baby. It would involve him having some alone time and then a turkey baster. So you guys put that together and let that sink in. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. My mom and dad's relationship was hell. I don't think I ever remembered seeing them agree on anything for my entire life. They put on a facade in public, but in private, it was an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object, and I was caught in the middle of their arguing. When they divorced, my mom got primary custody of me, yet I had to visit my dad once a year because, well, he was my father. I refused to call him my dad. You see, my dad was a serial cheater. He was also a liar and a drunk. He cheated on my mom with several other women, steal money from her to fuel his gambling and drinking addiction, and he often drank a lot around me. He didn't like my mom at all. Now, my mom was a helicopter mom, and by that, I mean she actually flew helicopters. She was in the army, and because of that, she was tough as nails and she took no BS from anybody, especially my dad. My mom's unwavering protection of me is what led to the very welcome divorce. Now, when they divorced, my dad found this other woman. I don't know if they were together before or after the divorce, but I only met this woman after the divorce. And this woman is really entitled. Now, I didn't like her from the start. She felt like just another weasel to me. The woman already had two boys, and initially, I had no problem with them. They just seemed like a couple of rowdy boys. As a tomboy myself, I personally welcomed this change of pace. It was then I quickly learned that this entitled woman was nothing more than yet another woman to my dad. The fact that she couldn't see it was astonishing. I guess she liked it that my dad was rich due to his career choice, so she moved in with him after a while. My mom didn't like this woman either. She told me that if this woman ever tried to make me do anything, that I was allowed to defend myself, and I didn't have to do anything she told me. However, even though I was an aggressive kid, the military instilled in me a deeply rooted sense of respect and rules for adults. I didn't have the courage to stand up to this woman. The woman didn't care about me. The only reason she put up with me is because I shared half of my dad's DNA. At least, that's how it started out. Then, her demeanor changes. She suddenly began acting much nicer towards me, buying me presents, taking me to events, and even giving me a pedicure at one point. I was incredibly confused. All this time, her boys had become nightmares for me. The older one was a bit more chilled, but they both did awful things. I often got caught in their wrestling and horseplay, and more than a few times, they tried to pull down my underwear. 
The younger one would demand to use my Wii, when his overheated, and his mom complied. They were also allowed to come into my designated room to play with my things, including my rock collection, which I was very protective over. I distinctly remember one summer when things got much worse, when my dad announced that he was going to marry that woman. Quite frankly, I didn't care, as I didn't know how this would affect me. And then the woman comes into my room when I'm watching TV. She turns off my TV, which I didn't like, but I listened to her. She told me what I already knew, that she was going to be marrying my dad next summer. To my shock, she said, Clarice, since I'm going to be marrying your daddy, you can start calling me mom, okay? Now at this, I was flabbergasted. I had no idea what to say. And then my mom's words come back into my mind. If she tries to make you do anything you don't want to do, you can stand up to her. You don't have to listen to her. So I take a deep breath and told her, I'm sorry, but my mom lives up north, away from here. You are not my mama. She then starts to look angry. She asked, Clarice, are you sure? I then nodded and said, you will never be my mom. With that, she frowned at me and left my room. Standing up for myself at such a young age felt amazing. From that day on, she reverted to her entitled ways and she hated me. She spoke to me in such a condescending tone, which, as a smart little kid, I hated. She often blamed me for things that her boys had done. Her boys shoved me off a pool float that I'd laid out for myself, and when I pushed him off the float to take it back, she accused me of trying to drown her son, and she didn't listen to my side of the story. When I got a new telescope, she forced me to let her boys use it instead of me. And worst of all, the boys made me give them massages, which, if you don't know anything about those, that involves a lot of touching. I was extremely uncomfortable with this and wanted to stop. The woman didn't care, and she made me keep going. When I returned that summer, I spilled everything to my mom. My mom was furious, and eventually, she took my dad and the woman to court for a second time. Apparently, that wasn't all the woman had done. She had also accidentally texted my mom, calling her a dumb bitch, under the guise of trying to text my dad. The bombshell was that she and my dad had been plotting to get me taken away from my mom, just to hurt my mom further. My mom won that court case by a landslide, since she had a 6-inch binder worth of evidence against my dad and that woman. Before long, I didn't have to see those two again. Thankfully, I've left those two far behind. Posting the story definitely helped me get a bunch of crap off my chest, and I've since forgiven them, but I'll never forget what they did. I'm so glad OP was able to get this off her chest and get away from her dad and that woman for good. I couldn't imagine the life OP would have had if dad had won custody, but no, Helicopter Mom came in and saved the day. Okay, so for a bit of context, I'm a pretty avid swimmer, and I've been looking forward to getting back to the pool now that restrictions are loosening up where I am. At the moment, they make everybody enter the pool by going through the family change room, and then you exit through the men or women's change room. They've also staggered the swim times, so there's not too many people in the change rooms at once. Well, on this particular day, the swim lessons ended about 15 minutes before my open swim time finished. I suppose since there was too many kids in the change room, the Karen decided to go into the men's change room with her son after the swim was over. Now, I think Karen lost track of time because 15 minutes later, myself and a couple of other men entered the change room. Nobody really said anything when they saw the woman changing her kid, and I didn't really think anything of it since I figured she'd be long gone by the time I got back from the showers. Well, I come back from the shower about 5 minutes later, wrapped in a towel, and she's still there helping her son. They happen to be right next to my locker, so I decide, whatever, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this, plus, I gotta get going. So as normal, I take off my towel and start drying off when I hear a loud gasp. And this is how the conversation goes. Karen says, 
What the heck are you doing? Seriously? Can't you see I'm right here? I look at her and said, Um, what? Karen says, Ugh, cover up. I don't want to see your, your thing. I then tell her, Um, this is the men's locker room. I'm doing you a favor by not saying anything. She then says, Well, the family change room is closed, so you need to be respectful of the moms that need to come in here. I then asked her, so why not take him to the women's changing room? She then tells me, he's above the age of being allowed in women's. And I retort, aren't you above the age of being allowed in the men's? So at this point, the Karen's raging, and she says, I'm his mom, so please, cover up. I decide to just ignore her and keep doing my thing while she keeps giving me dirty looks the whole time. And on her way out, she says, Next time, I'm gonna report you to the staff. Okay, crazy lady. Okay. I can only imagine what the complaint to staff would be like. Um, excuse me, I'd like to make a complaint. Uh, okay ma'am, what about? Well, let me tell you this. You'll never believe it. I was in the men's change room, okay? And this man took off his towel and I saw his... his his thing. I told him to cover up and you'll never guess what he said to me. He told me that this is the men's change room and he's allowed to do that. I want you to do something about that. That's probably how it's gonna go, right? And that, my friends, is our slash entitled people. Guys, if you enjoyed the stories today, do remember to hit that thumbs up. And if you missed the last episode, I'll link it right here. A Karen rages when OP refuses to pay for her expensive dinner. It's such a crazy story that involves police at the end, so check it out if you haven't. And myself and Steve-O will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.